We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Crossing route, Gurley makes the catch 20. First down, he hurdles. Far side of the field, stays on his feet. Inside the 10, Todd Gurley making his case for MVP. He throws back shoulder. Higby reaches out and makes an incredible catch for a first down. Off his back foot, he throws to the end zone. Cooper Cup leaping to make the catch. Out of bounds, he has it for six. He's got a knee-high snap, looking left. Now over the middle. He pump fakes. He rolls to his right with Connor Barwin pursuing. He knocks him down. The ball is thrown up in the air and batted away. Incomplete. The Rams' defense clinches it. Goff will come on the field for victory formation. The Rams' sideline across the field from us erupts in celebration. And so the playoffs are coming back to L.A. This January at the Coliseum. We, not me, versus the NFC. And for the first time since 2003, the Rams are NFC West champions. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Managing Editor Derek C. Paul with the man, the myth, the legend, Norm Hightower, and... Magic Johnny. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, we are here. Money, much <laughs> we, are, better. we are here for... The fourth round of the draft, um, the Rams have three picks right now that we know of. The Panthers have just taken Ian Thomas from Indiana, tight end. And, well, we're, we're going here, guys. Real quick, before we really get into who we think the Rams are going to take here, 
with this fourth round pick. We want to remind you to head over, please, to iTunes. We could really use that five-star review. It really helps us out. Also, subscribe, please. For the love of all that's good and holy, it helps us with the charts. Subscribe. You can subscribe at SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You can also find us on Android, Google Play, Player FM. We're all over the place. So, hey, check us out. Also, we're on IE Beat Radio Wednesdays, Fridays. Sorry, Wednesdays, Saturday, and Sunday. My apologies. At 10 a.m. Pacific time. And again, right. and again, we are live, so... We are live, so you're going to see some some hijinks again today. We're going to be minimal on edits, just so we can get this out to you as fast as possible. And uh, so, if we um, make a mistake with language, like calling somebody a mean name, um, we're not sorry. Maybe we are, I don't know. Especially if, okay. it's, if, especially if it's aimed at Derek. And at me, go ahead, bring it. Bring it. Oh, the Vikings are up now. <clears throat> so, all right guys so go ahead so where do you think the vikings go here oh mm. boy um they don't have a whole lot of needs not really i bet you know, they, i think they go offensive line again yeah um they could get a backup quarterback as well they let a whole bunch go this last offseason yeah that's true um, they could get a backup running back for Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if Crosby goes here, guys. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, and that would tick me off. The one guy who won't goes to the one team I can't stand the most. Well, I think the nice thing about today is the picks are going to go much much faster. Really, it's the Vikings who can't stand the most. Well, I said one of the teams. And it's not that I have a problem personally with the Vikings. It's, I can't say them because they are a team that always gives the Rams problems. Historically, gives the Rams problems. Going back into the 70s, they always, almost always get in the Rams' way. And it's just like last year. And then, again, this year we'll, there will be the big test on Thursday night on, on national TV hosting the Vikings again. So I kind of view the Vikings as like the, the competitive nemesis here, that you have to beat them. If you beat them, you're for real. And forever, the Rams have always struggled to do that. The enemy. The enemy. And go back to 1999, the greatest show on turf. Who did they beat in the playoffs? That's true. And one of the oddest scoring affairs ever. Yeah, and it was a very important win, you know, for that team. It it was a landmark. I remember marking it. They beat the Vikings. How many times can they say they've beaten the Vikings in the playoffs? So Mm -hmm. it meant a lot as as a history buff at the time to see them the team they beat was the Vikings, and the Vikings were a team that had just gone to the NFC Championship game the year before, featuring Randy Moss and all those guys. So, you know, that was kind of neat. They're bringing the curling out there for the uh, the Vikings pick. Yeah, when have you ever seen curling and football in the same TV show? <laughs> oh, uh, defensive end Jalen Holmes. That's a nice pick. Jalen Holmes is a guy who has all the numbers, all the athletic ability, but he never quite put it together at Ohio State, uh, six foot four, almost six foot five, uh, about 280, 85 pounds, reasonably fast, four eight two. Um, he he does make plays. He has decent penetration, can get out wide, but again was very inconsistent overall. And that to me is much of what we saw from Ohio State's defense this year. They were very good at times. And then also very inconsistent at times, and he's 
that he's that's the reason why he's being picked in the fourth round. He wasn't consistent enough. Well, you would be the man to know. We, uh, I know Johnny and I don't watch much Ohio State football, so I'll have to take your word for it. Well, why why should we watch Ohio State football? Is my my, my question. Well, it's better football than watching UCLA football. Yeah, and you know, I, I let's can't, be honest I can't about that. Argue with that. I, mean, I can't even argue with that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're a football fan, you watch you watch the teams that are good. I mean, if you 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 want to see the big matchups, right? So there's your answer. And that's not meant. I mean, I wish UCLA, but you know, I've always watched UCLA. I've always felt they were a sleeping giant for whatever reason. UCLA just can never. Uh, get together. I don't understand how they don't ever get together. They're they are like to me the football program, the biggest sleeping giant in the country right now is probably UCLA. Golf coaching, coaching, unwilling to spend money for that. Okay, guys that are still out there. By the way, just for those who maybe didn't listen last night, guys who are still out there that we have an interest in, um, that we think the Rams have an interest in, and we could be wrong here. Uh, Josh Sweat from Florida State, outside linebacker. Going down the list here, Tyrell Crosby, guard from Oregon. We're, we're all big on him, by the way. We all want the Rams to take him. Josie Jewell, inside linebacker, Iowa. Still out there. Jamarco Jones, the offensive tackle from Ohio State, is a, is a possibility as well. Duke Ejiofor from Wake Forest, defensive end. They may have an interest in Tim Settle, the defensive tackle from Virginia Tech. I'm going to try this again. Ogbonia Okoronkwo. <laughs> I gave it a shot from Oklahoma defensive end. He's a, he's a guy we've been watching. Shaq Griffin, he's a favorite of ours. Uh, you know, how could you not be a favorite of yours? So there's some of the guys that are still out there. Also, Mr. Armstrong from Kansas could be a, a candidate late in the fourth round, maybe fifth round. So we'll see. There's There are still some, some guys who could be actual, not just depth guys, but could actually become stars in the NFL still available for the Rams here, especially this early fourth-round pick. Yeah, it, the Texans are the ones that are kind of the – you don't know what to expect. They're in the same position as the Rams where they didn't have a, a first-round pick and they're trying to make an impact with the, with the choices that they have now. So I wouldn't be surprised if several – Several guys on the Rams board are also on the on the Texans board. I would expect them. Linemen. Yeah, linemen. I would expect some help on defense as well. So I think some edge rushers, linebackers, like you're saying. Same things you think the Rams need. I think they need. Um, also, offensive line help, like you mentioned. Is there anybody else you could think of for the Texans? We saw them a lot last year, being the NFC West. Um, well, the way that, uh, the way that their defense has been going, <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me to see them go defensive line or, or edge rusher here. Well, oh, they went receiver. Oh, well, there you go. Good for us. All right. Kiki Kute. <laughs> Is that how you say his name? Kiki Kute. The five foot nine <laughs> inch wide receiver from Texas Tech. Fast guy. 4.43 speed. Voulez-vous-vous couché? It sounds like a French name. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it just made him French. I mean, how do you say it? I, I mean, I don't have the sound on. Is Kiki, it Kiki or Kiki? Kiki Couté sounds right. Kiki Couté. All right. It's a heck of a name. 
It's a heck of a name. I, so Indianapolis I, up next. Indianapolis has all kinds of needs. So what did you think of the Colts draft yesterday? You know, the last the first two days. They've actually done pretty well. I think they, they they did themselves really well in this draft. And, you know, like you said, they have a lot of holes. And, uh, you know, taking Quentin Nelson, that's a that's a huge deal. They got a, a good line linebacker in Darius Leonard. Braden Smith, another guard. So they got more help on the offensive line and another defensive end. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where they're going. I thought they did reach in a couple picks. Braden Smith and both Braden Smith and Terry Slender. I thought they reached a bit on them. Well, I, I thought Kiki Kute was a, was a bit of a reach too, to be honest. Yeah, but we're not talking about them right now. We're talking about the, the Colts. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, Jordan Lastly is on the board. I thought he, I thought he'd be a solid pickup right now. Maybe that would be the Colts pick. They do need receivers. Yeah. So Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard. I mean, I thought Darius Leonard was more of a late second rounder guy. Camilco Toure, the, the the edge rusher, he was, you know, there was a question of where he was going to go, and he went with the fifty second pick. Tyquan Lewis from Ohio State, that's a solid pick. Also, I thought a little high. So, there, there's my views on it. Four and twelve, though. I mean, that's a lot of talent they added. Well, they certainly needed it for sure. Now, here's my here's a question while, while we're waiting on this pick for the Colts. What about Andrew Luck here? I mean, what can you expect from him coming back after missing the entire season? You know, is his shoulder repaired? What can we expect to see from a guy we thought could be one of the league's greats when he's, by the time he's done and now years later, a few years later, he's been injury plagued? I think we could expect him not to, you know, um, kind of rush – you know, I think we can expect him not to scramble as much just to kind of throw the ball away because he's the franchise player. He, they got to protect him. All right, running back Naheem Hines, NC State, height 5'8", weight 198, a nice 40-yard dash of 4.38. So he's an all-purpose kind of guy, third in school history. Um, won't be an every-down running back, though, for them. So just trying to get playmakers in there. Now, I saw on the ticker that the Patriots were next, and now all of a sudden I see Cleveland. Was there a trade? Uh, let's find out. It appears so. Or is it the ticker's just behind? No, I, I think I think it was a trade. Waiting to see here. Checking the stream, and I'm not seeing it. Seeing lots of Rams fans on Twitter right now taking pictures with Roger Goodell. Yeah, never that's... thought I'd see that. What's wrong with them? <laughs> well, that's all right. You know, they're representing. That's good. Yeah. I, so who who's I more hated, Goodell or Taliabu? Uh Goodell is Taliabu actually did a pretty good job overall. It's hard to follow up on Pete Rozelle, but he did a good job. Um, the problem with Roger Goodell really is I don't think they've – I don't really think he's done as great a job as communicating and being consistent and how he runs the league. And now he's, he's – I'm sure he'll improve. I'm sure that 
that uh, they've learned their lessons. Yeah the, yeah, the the Browns did trade up, by the way, with New England. Yeah, I'm looking for that I just deal. Saw, I just saw it. I haven't seen the deal yet, but. Pick is in. All it says is they've traded up for the 105th pick. <laughs> they they don't get the actual. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna find much today. I think on on trades as far as what they're getting and giving up until later. Yeah, generally how day three runs. All right, let's see here. Still winning this Browns pick. The Browns obviously had somebody in mind. They have a ton of holes. I'm not going to try and guess who they're picking. They could they could use some some defensive line help. They can use some linebackers. They can use more offensive line help. They have a lot of needs. So fingers crossed on, for them, for their sake at least. They did pick up defensive end Chad Thomas yesterday, who I also thought was a little bit of a reach. He was estimated by many to do it going around the fourth round, I think. But I'm I'm guessing it's Tyrell Crosby or Jamarco Jones. Wouldn't surprise me. Actually, you know, I take uh, it back on Jones. It would surprise me because the, the Browns almost never take Ohio State Buckeyes until this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'd be a pretty solid guess for, for it to be Jones. Jones or Crosby? That's that's my guess on it. Well, let's see who it is. They're announcing from the Hall of Fame. That's cool. And the selection's up. I wonder how proud those kids are to be wearing Cleveland Browns t-shirts right now. <laughs> Some of them don't look enthused. I mean, if, I, if I'm a quarterback, I don't know if I'm excited. Antonio Callaway, wide receiver, Florida. Wow. Didn't I mean, see that I got, one coming. I got to tell you, man, the uh, I really, really like how this draft has fallen for the Rams. All the guys on the board that we need to still be there are still there like, for their needs. Well, that's if they that's if they pick our board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I mean, but what I was saying is that they right now we're seeing a lot of picks going away from the positions that we really think the Rams need help with. I don't think they're going to take him by a wide receiver right now, unless there's a, you know a certain playmaker there that you know like Brown from Notre Dame. Well, I was really hoping to see the Rams move up in front of their pick, keep their keep their pick where they had it in the beginning of the fourth, and move up with their one of their later picks in the fourth. That's kind of what I was hoping to see, but uh, again, the way the board's fallen, and you know, as far as we have it, they're doing okay by not moving up because a lot of the players we think they're going to target are still there and probably will still be there at their first pick. Well, if let's yeah, like you say, just say that we see a move with Denver and, and the Jets here, and they both go take linebackers. Then we might see the Rams go, okay, you know, we might see a run here. Let's go get them. Right. Well, there's only five picks left to, to their pick, so, uh, you know. I'm, I'm going Tyrell Crosby for Denver. Yeah. He's yeah. going soon. It's going to be soon. You almost feel it. 
then again, we it's been hasn't been accurate so far. So I don't know. We'll see. Josie Jewel. There's one off the board. Josie Jewel. So there you go. Uh, linebacker from Iowa, Josie Jewel, six foot one, two three or four pounds from uh, Decora, Iowa. He's um he was one of the guys on our list. Yeah, he's he's not uh, an outstanding athlete, but he's very smart, very instinctive, and uh, he would have been a good fit for the inside for the Rams just because he could have been a day one starter to go out there and run the defense. So that's one of the reasons I'm sad to see him go, and he'll, he'll be an impact impact player for Denver down the road. Yeah, this this one hurt me especially. I, he was definitely one of my top guys in this draft for for the Rams anyway and you know seeing him go especially so close uh that one hurts but you know still quality guys on the board so I'm not too sad but I I really do hope that the that they can get at least one of our our choices I don't really care if it's one of our choices as long as it's a guy that fits them well like we didn't have Joseph Noteboom on on our our list I none of us did but then Noteboom going back and doing a little bit of research, Norm texts last night and saying, hey, you know, I don't like what I'm seeing. I'm paraphrasing you, Norm. So I agree. I, I like I liked what I saw too, and I feel a lot better about the pick a day later because obviously the Rams have done their evaluations on them. Jets are going to go tight end from Miami Herndon. Right in here. Damn, these guys talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> just waiting, just waiting, just waiting for more information. So, um, just so you know, the Patriots had uh, Note Bloom on their board. Yeah, I figured they would. They need tackles. Yeah, I mean. You know, and we all know how well they they tend to draft. So, I went and looked at a lot of film on Noteboom last night, and the kid's got talent. He's 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 going to be a project for a year for sure, but he can definitely fill in as a you know as a in, impact player on uh, on the offense if one of our guys gets hurt. So, I think it was a great pick by the Rams last night. Okay. Just putting that on pause for a second. The Jets do take tight end Chris Herner from Miami. Um, senior, don't know a whole lot about him. Had some injury problems. Missed the last couple of games of the year. Second team all ACC selection. So there you go. I remember Galco, when he was on the show, he mentioned that the Rams may go after a couple of playmakers that they, they've been watching. One of them is that, uh, that tight end Jalen somebody. I can't remember from the show, but don't be surprised if they don't go the direction we're thinking. But I mean, at this point, nothing will shock me. We know they're going to go after playmakers if they're there. So we and we don't really know how well the Rams have evaluated their their current edge rushers and their current linebackers. They they see them every day. They have film. I know you're real big on Samson Ebicom, so. We may have everything we need. And yes, folks, you are probably hearing a newborn in the background crying. Sorry about that. 
Well, we thought maybe we thought maybe the pick that just went off the board. You were really sad, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it could be the Giants have been, Giants have been on at this draft, so they're up now. And man, that could be that could be something if they take another guy that we were, we're looking for. Well, watch them take Shaq Griffin here. And by the way, Rams Twitter is off the chain right now. They're ticked about Josie Newell, Josie Jewell. Uh, I am too, to be honest. Giants are taking Kyle Luletta, quarterback from Richmond. Well, there's their developmental quarterback. Mm, kind of a weird pick, but why do you say it's a weird pick? It makes a lot of sense, actually. It actually does, and he's 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 got some talent. He may he may be the next in line. Mm, I, I guess because I don't know. I, I guess because they they. They're not looking fast enough for that replacement. You think Washington's going to go Shaq Griffin? Uh, they might. They could use some really. They could use some linebacker help there. You know, a lot of teams aren't going to be willing to take that risk, though. I'm not sure if the Redskins are one of those teams that will take that risk. Well, they took a big risk last night with their running back they picked up. So that's true. Shows that's true. How many how many risks they want to take though? Yeah. Well, we got the Gruden brothers picking back to back here, so we'll see how poorly they do or how great they do. Kyle Lotta, um, the quarterback from Richmond. No one really knew much about him at all until the Senior Bowl. He had a great performance at the Senior Bowl. Really opened some eyes. And from that point forward, he's been moving up draft boards. So we'll see. There are some folks who do believe that he could develop into a solid NFL starter. And we all know Eli Mann's getting up there in age. Probably has one or two years left in him. So, again, we'll see. This this might be the guy the Giants look to take over when Eli Manning is done. Oh, the suspense is killing me, boys. Yep. It's just not happening fast enough. They better not trade back. <laughs> <laughs> just to piss off Norm, they're going to do it. Wouldn't just be ticking you off. <laughs> all, all of uh, the mob squad will be pissed off if that happens. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm ready for him to take somebody that we expect. I really hope we see that. It would be nice because we've done so much research on a lot of these players. It would be nice to know. Yeah. All right. Nice to, who's, here who's, comes the Redskins. Yep, who are they going to pick? Safety, Troy Apke. Penn State. Troy Apke, Penn State. Well, to let you know how far they're behind, they just – they haven't even announced the pick yet for Washington. Oakland's up next, but the Rams are actually on the clock right now. Wow. That's how far behind TV is. Yeah, they're, they're, they're taking their sweet time. Is David Aker still talking? He might be. Rams are on the clock.
and I, I really hope I'm hoping for maybe sweat, you know, what were you guys hoping for at this point? Uh, sweat, Tyrell Crosby, Shaquem Griffin, Okoronkwo. Yep. There's, there are plenty of guys there. It'll be really interesting to see. So the Raiders pick is in. I don't have anything on it yet. Let's see here. Nope, nothing Wisconsin yet. cornerback Nick Nelson. What we're seeing here on Twitter. Good grief. People are really, really ticked about that, <laughs> Josie Jewell. <laughs> it's hilarious. Folks, if you're on Twitter now, I'm going to time mark this at 1233 Eastern Time, 933 Pacific. If you are connected to Ram's Twitter, it is hilarious right now. Go check out the whining you're seeing here from some folks. It's, it's pretty funny. I don't blame them, by the way. It's still funny. All right, uh, Raiders quarterback, uh, sorry, cornerback Nick Nelson for Wisconsin, transferring from Hawaii to 2016. That's on the board now. They're just showing um, his information. Eh, good for us. Good for the Rams. Yep. That's, that's not somebody that we're probably looking at. So, I'd be surprised if the Rams look at cornerback at all. I wouldn't be. They're always looking for guys in the secondary. Eric, Eric Galco from Otham and Scotty was the same way. He's saying they'll look secondary. I think they will too. But uh, I think they'll go safety rather than corner if they do go somewhere. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Cornerback, no, I, I think they're stacked. Oh, pick is in. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a ramp if, if it was a running back too. Quite frankly, they could use somebody – a little dynamic to back up Gurley. If there's somebody there, like a Bollage from Arizona State, I would think that he'd be somebody that would be possible as well. I wouldn't, just saying. Someone who yeah, can spell. Running back wouldn't surprise me. Still, not, still nothing on it yet. Making us wait. Making us wait. That's horrible. I bet you they're all like pick 116 right now while we're all waiting. Yep. <laughs> this is like worse than waiting in the DMV. Okay, maybe not that bad. Good Lord, announce the pick already. Yeah, come on, let's go. Would like to see. I mean, even on Twitter, I don't see anything. No, nothing. So it does get old here. This whole thing they do with television now is ridiculous. Yeah, this could be a and... whole, whole lot faster. <laughs> All right, there's the Rams fans representing on TV. There we ooh, go. Ooh, here we go. Brian Allen, Michigan State. Yep, center. Uh, well, he was somebody I looked at. Essentially, they've replaced. Yeah. They've got the replacements now for uh, Whitworth and uh, Sullivan. Again, not sexy, but we have O line depth, and that's what they needed. 
Now I there can't were say some... that I'm surprised because you know center, you, you can't rely on Sullivan forever, and they they do need to find his replacement. Maybe Brian Allen is the answer. Six one, three hundred pounds. You know, short, shorter for a offensive lineman, which a lot of centers are. Three hundred pounds, plenty of weight. Not real fast, but uh, he should be a solid pick. Some folks had him going. Uh, DraftScout.com had him going the sixth and seventh round. Um, I did some research on him before too, as well. Just getting some more information. I had a feeling that this wasn't going to be a very sexy draft for the Rams. <laughs> I mean, they're they're well, they're taking positions of need, and that's that's for sure. And they must have their eye on some linebackers that you know, like we talked about with with Galco, you know, in the later rounds. Well, he. It looks like, I mean, they must really like him because even uh, NFL.com may have him going in the, either as a as a free agent or in like the seventh round. Okay, their overview on him is that he will um, strengths, he won't back down from physical challenge, holds up well despite being a little squatty. This is what, this is from uh, Lance Zerling's review on him. He has good flexing of mucks and uh, ankles to help him anchor and pass protection. Has starting experience with guard and center. Uh, a source told him, told NFL.com, that he called that dude the bully of the Big Ten because he's always bringing it to somebody each and every game. He's got that alpha mentality to come that because he comes from that kind of family. He might get drafted late, but he'll make a team. So Pro Football Focus has him ranked uh, 14th among draft-eligible centers in pass-blocking efficiency, 98.5. Well, uh, Mark Walton was selected by the Bengals, my, uh, running back out of Miami. Good pick up for them. Yep. I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm not thrilled here. I think. Uh, were... I I had a feeling that we were gonna, you know, I said it earlier, they're gonna take somebody that we don't expect, and we're not gonna be thrilled about it, and it's not gonna be very sexy, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I, I question taking Allen over, say, Crosby at this point. Well, I do. Crosby, but, Crosby just keeps falling. So I expect that you might see either Denver or New England to take him. I wonder why he's falling. That's my question. Why would he be falling? Well, there, there hasn't been any off-the-field issues that I know of. And, you know, as you know, I've covered him for a long time. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that maybe there's an injury or something that we didn't know about. Because otherwise, I can't see anything wrong with him and why he's fallen so far. I mean, we expect him to go early second round, right? Maybe in late first round. And here he is, a fourth round, still not taken. And and by the way, um, Brian Allen played in the Senior Bowl this year. Yeah, yep, he sure did. So that seems to be the heavy recruiting that the Rams do. And it worked last year for him as well. So, I mean, I guess we're going to trust. I'm not thrilled with it. We're going to have to trust the uh, – we're going to have to trust Les Steen on this one. They they know what they are getting here. Well, so far, Aaron trust Cromer him. must be happy. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, again, they, they have John Sullivan this year. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they don't have to start him. I mean, but I've, I'm seeing from a lot of, of draft people on Twitter that he could compete with Sullivan year one. That's what a lot of them are saying. So. I don't know if I quite agree with that, but then again, I don't know. I mean, I still think, you know, Sullivan did a really solid job last year, just maybe with a few injury problems here and there. I, I don't, I, I don't agree with that, to be honest. Another one, another player to watch out for would be Michigan's Maurice Hurst. He was, had some heart issues. He was estimated to go early first round, had some heart issues, and that's caused him to, to move down the boards. He's still available in the fourth round. Somebody will will take him. I, you know, I don't know, man. Um, that heart can, I can't remember the guy's name that passed away on – it was either on the court or on the field um, with the same condition. And – a lot of I've heard a lot of people talking about for his own safety they don't want to take him. Somebody will take him. Somebody will take him. The reports coming back on him have been decent. It's not like the reports have been like you know he's going to die on the field or anything like that. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not too. But that's that hasn't been. It's not. It's not been what the reporting has been. The reporting has been. Doctors are saying he's going to be okay, so on and so forth. It's not a problem. Well, it looks like the Broncos are going wide receiver. I haven't got a name yet, but uh, at least that's what uh, that's what I'm hearing. They could definitely use a wide receiver. Maybe lastly, he's still available. A lot of people are saying that Brian Allen would have been there in you know in the sixth round. So I don't know. I'm I'm with you, Derek. It's not a bad pick, but it's not a great pick either. I think they could have done a little better. They must have saw something they liked him at the Senior Bowl. Yep. They must. That's what they must have seen. This Sean Hamilton from Penn State goes to Denver. Cameron De Silva from the USA Today's Rams Wire. He's been on our show a couple times. We like him. I just don't either. Rams feel really good about Evacan and Longinker and Lilton, Barron, and Wilson, or they expect Whitworth slash Sullivan to retire in 2019. Good observation. I would go along the lines of those guys are getting older. They're going to retire sooner rather than later. Yeah, the thing is, though, and we've talked about this a lot, is Barron going to be on the team? Because, My belief is no, they're going to cut him. Because, I, I mean, I don't know how they're going to pay Aaron Donald if they don't, so... You know, I don't want to get into that whole conversation, but I really don't expect Barron to be there. And a guy like Shaq Griffin <clears throat> might be the, the answer to replacing him, too. I mean, it could be that the Rams might trade up at this point because they're still way they're, – they're pretty much at the bottom of the fourth round now. Uh, so it wouldn't shock me at all if, if they move up and maybe nab, you know, Sweat or Griffin. And Josh Sweat's dropped quite a bit. He was thought to go in the second round. So quite a few players have, have dropped. Here's Detroit trading up. Detroit 
Detroit's going to take. Who would they take ahead of Chicago and Dallas? Oh, well, Chicago and Dallas could use a lot of defensive players as well, so. I got to think if we start seeing a run on linebackers in the Rams CNE, they're going to move. Is that fair? I would think you're going to see a run on linebackers pretty soon. Might even see, I mean, seems like receivers have been picking up. Maybe it'll be another receiver that the Lions target. Yeah, the Patriots traded down again. (laughs) (laughs) Belichick's going to have more picks in the later rounds than anybody. So the the Lions take uh, Deshaun Hand. All right. That's an interesting pick. Defensive lineman. Thought it was a bit of a reach this this high up, I think. I mean, we have no idea why why these guys evaluate what they do. This draft has gone kind of in a direction to where I have I mean, usually under normal circumstances, I can sit here and go, okay, they're going to take an offensive lineman, probably so-and-so, or they're going to take this guy, or they're going to take that guy. And this is the first time in a very long time that I've only known of about four or five picks that I could actually guess right. And, and that's really low. This has just been a, a way different draft. Well, let's, let's back it up for a moment here. Let's, let's, let's back up. The... Last year at this time, or watched the Rams make their moves in the draft, and let's be honest, none of us were really happy outside of maybe Cooper Cup, right? We weren't really through with what we were seeing the Rams do. It wasn't a pretty draft. It wasn't really anything that was was flashy. And it turns out it was one of their best drafts in years. They done all the homework, the evaluations they did. They proved themselves on the field. And that's what I'm thinking is happening now. I got to believe that's what's happening now. What they did is they evaluated players on what they want, what they need, and how they felt they could develop these players. And that's where they went out and gone. You know, we're seeing criticism for Brian Allen right now all over Twitter, even downtown Rams. He's he's probably the the podcasting draft guru around here. Um, They're saying underwhelming on it. But, you know, I'm a Big Ten guy, and I can tell you, Flat out, the Big Ten is a great place to, to build offensive linemen. You have to have offensive line um, development in the Big Ten just because how much they run the ball. A lot of pro-style offenses there. So, and, and, and quite frankly, Brian Allen, coming from Michigan State especially, very much a pro-style team in how they do things up there. So I think the Rams see that. I think the Rams see the development that comes along with at that center position, what they need. They saw the senior bowl. They probably talked to them afterwards. They're seeing something that we aren't able to see because we're not on the field evaluating him all all the time. Well, and the other thing too is they they may not care if they take a guy earlier than they want to just to make sure they get the guy because it's a position that they want to fill or it's a it's a prospect that they really see fit in the Rams scheme. I mean, I don't always think they pick according to what a guy's worth. And, you know, they may not have wanted to take a chance of losing this guy. So, 
You know, if that's if that's the case, so be it. And the argument being made here by several other folks here is that it's not even Brian Allen's the fact they could have got him later. Maybe they could have. But what is somebody else evaluating him the same way the Rams did? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, at this this point, everyone is not just the Rams. You know, a lot of teams are making what, you know, some of these so-called experts are saying, you know, questionable decisions. So who's to say that, you know, we weren't just wrong and just the um, just the real scouts actually doing their homework and getting the guys that are the ones that are the true and proper prospect, you know? Well, well the, Brian Allen's brother actually went undrafted and played center for the Saints. I don't know if you knew that or not. So there is a pedigree there a little bit. Yeah, I think, too, with the Rams having two picks here coming up, that if they really, if there's someone there they really want, they'll, they'll go get them. They have enough ammunition to move up. So I'm, I don't. Yeah. Uh, so the Chicago Bears just selected. I want you to try and pronounce this guy's <laughs> name. Good gosh. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. The Bears, with the 115th pick of the draft, take linebacker Joel E. Bungwe. <laughs> no, E. E. Bungwe. E. E. <laughs> Bunnowee. There we go. E Bunnowee. <laughs> oh, man. I'm really glad that uh, that you don't teach language in school. <laughs> oh, my. Quite frankly. I gave it a shot, guys. It looks like the uh, looks like the Bears got a solid guy, though, in terms of what they're looking for. 4-6 speed at the linebacker position. Not too shabby. So... The Cowboys pick is already in. I guess the point I'm trying to make here as we as we talk this thing through is I I have a really big problem with the whole idea of grading the draft. And I say this disclosure please, when I when I wrote stuff and submitted to Yahoo Sports and and even on our side, we've graded the draft. We've always graded the draft. Okay, and as time has gone on, my views have kind of evolved on this because who the heck are we to really grade the draft? We can grade from our point of view, and that's fine, but we're not experts. We don't do this every day. We don't sit at home and watch every thing of film. We don't see these guys. We're not part of the interview process where we, you know, nobody is except for the actual teams themselves. And even then, it's a crapshoot. You're still going to swing and miss on people. How many times have, over the years, we've seen the Rams pick a prospect like a Greg Robinson or a Jason Smith, and the whole league's like, yes, he's going to be great. It wasn't just the Rams who made the mistake there. Everybody else across the league thought they were going to be great too, and they all swung and miss. I mean, so... I'm trying to forget guys like that. Um, I understand that. I mean, who wants to remember that? But here's the truth of it: it is a crapshoot. You, you, when you draft, when you draft these guys, you've done the evaluations, you've looked at them, you've seen all they can do. You think 
but you don't know. Cowboys take Dorrance Armstrong. That's a guy I want. That's a guy I want that the Rams take. Yeah, linebacker from uh, Kentucky? Kansas. 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 I knew it started with a K. They have him as a defensive end. They'll probably play a linebacker. I'd be surprised if they uh, if they move him to the end. Tampa Bay's taking safety Jordan Whitehead. Well, I suppose it's better than a blackhead. <laughs> you went there. Wow. Huh? <laughs> oh, I just think of the zits. Was that a racist zit comment? Uh, <laughs> no, it was not a racist zit comment. I don't, you guys know better than I don't even think that way. I apologize to anybody who took it that way. That's not what I'm thinking at all. <laughs> the reason I said that is because I knew how bad it would tear Derek up. Good <laughs> grief. And here they are. They're, they're showing the uh, the Bucks pick on the pirate ship. Shiver me timbers. With a real parrot. I'm not looking at the parrot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're looking at something else. I get that. Uh, for those who aren't watching, they're, uh, it's, it's a bunch of very nice-looking ladies and a few weird-looking men, but mostly nice-looking ladies on the, on the pirate ship, and that's what Johnny's looking at, we think. I, I didn't notice the men. I mean, Derek's the one that noticed the men, but, you know. It's called uh, observation, man. It's called observation. Uh, well, you know, I, I have observations in certain areas, and looking at weird men isn't one of them. Well, John, well, Johnny, we are, you know, we do know you are from L.A., and things are a little bit different down there sometimes, you know, when it comes to acceptance. So don't be afraid. Uh, I think that's kind of the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, uh, California is a little too accepting. Okay, maybe not. Okay, we're playing the extremes here. You know, we're playing the playing to the stereotypes. I, I saw on Twitter here somebody said, "I'd rather see the damn parrot make the pick." <laughs> that would have been more fun. <laughs> and then another one says, "I'd rather see the parrot pick than Nate Burleson." <laughs> So here's an interesting graphic, too, by the way. From um, Pro Football Focus, they have Brian Allen had the fifth highest grade among all 2018 NFL draft centers a season ago. Wow. So basically, if we're evaluating him based off his senior year, it wasn't as good. But going in for now... So, you know, the, the the Rams obviously see something. Well, and he says he's comfortable playing any of the interior line positions, not just center. So, you know, he's he might be some great depth there as well. I, I shudder to think how, how he would line up as a tackle. <laughs> oh, I didn't I didn't say tackle. I said interior. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm just picturing, you know, a six-one guy lining up at, at, you know, right or left tackle. <laughs> Here you go, Twitter, uh, Vinny Bonsignore. Um, he's been on our show a couple times. In the Daily News. I'm not saying the Rams lit candles last year, praying the O-line stayed healthy, but let's just say everyone understood the major break they caught in avoiding in- injuries on the offensive line as death was an issue. They are addressing that so far in the draft with an, uh, with an offensive tackle and now a center. Yes, and I think that's what folks are missing. They, I mean, I'm not sure about the Brian Allen pick. 
they probably could have got him later. But the counter argument is the Rams got off lucky last year as healthy as they stayed. Mm-hmm. They really did. They need depth. No doubt about it. And they're getting them cheap. They're getting two guys they believe could eventually also develop into starters. So I'm not so so sure that this is as bad as it was being made out to be, especially with Noteboom, by the way. I think Noteboom has real potential. Our buddy Jake over at Downtown Rams gave uh, the Brian Allen pick a D+. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. I don't blame them. I'm just choosing to look at the more positive way. Yeah, me too. But you know what? So, even, my, even my daughter's sad. She's, she heard the pick and she's not crying in the background. She's very sad. Can you hear her? Yeah, I can hear her. It's, it's just it's so sad. I think it's Derek that's crying. I don't know if it's your daughter. Okay. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Derek cry before. He doesn't sound quite like that. No, I sound even more girly. <laughs> you sound like Todd girly. Oh. Yeah, going, Jake's pretty ticked, man. He's on there. Uh, saying it's a huge mistake they passed on Dorrance Armstrong. He's going to eat in the NFL. Again, though, to politely disagree with him, we do not know how the Rams have evaluated their current linebacking core. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with that, too. I, I do think they're pretty high on Littleton. Um, at the same time, you know, they do at some point need to add depth. So I can understand the arguments for both sides. So, Brian Allen didn't play center exclusively in college. Uh, He played all three interior lines positions. So, that's one thing to keep in mind. Uh, He has a wrestling background, which is always a good thing to have when you're playing on the inside of the offensive line. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, He's not overwhelming in athleticism size, and his arms are kind of small, which in most... Line positions, that would be bad. In center, it's not such a bad thing. Uh, Let's see. Uh, You know, he's just just kind of a... Eh. (laughs) He's one of those eh kind of picks. You know, we need a depth, so... Again, if they're high on him, I'm okay with it. The Seahawks take Will Disley, tight end from Washington. Uh, well, you know, the Seahawks continue to have a questionable draft, in my opinion. And the, the same could be said about us, to be honest with you. Yeah, the Chargers, uh, with the 119th pick, took uh, West Virginia linebacker Kaiser White. I think we missed that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. So there are more linebackers coming off the board. Now, the, the uh, we're starting to see lots of question marks on where Josh Sweat falls. We're starting to see that on Twitter. Folks are starting to vocalize that. We're starting to see folks asking about Shaq Griffin. 
Terrell Crosby. Mm -hmm. Now, here you go. Jeff Risden, he's been on the show. Good guy, knows football. Brian Allen going higher than expected, but he can play right away. Love him as a sixth OL who can play guard or center smart and a better anchor inside than his older brother, Jack. Remember, Jack did make the NFL, did play center. Bill's pick is in. He put up Haven't announced the name yet. Allen put up 27 reps in bench press. That's not bad. 5 3 4 40. Not very fast, which, you know, most centers aren't. Not a not a mandatory. Oh, look at that. Niagara Falls. Yep, that's the New York side. Taron Johnson. We were saying we did an article on him. We thought at the time before the Rams made all their crazy trades that he might want to be in a Ram. Solid pickup for them. Yeah, I think that was a pretty solid pickup. You know, Johnson is a underrated guy, I feel. And to get him in the fourth round, I thought it was a solid pickup for the Bills. Yeah, we're getting closer again. The Rams picks are on the the, uh, the little slidey thing down at the bottom of the screen. The ticker. They're on the ticker, yep. So we're getting closer there, the slidey thing. And there, believe it or not, there still are plenty of guys that we had on our boards that are still there. Yeah, Crosby's still there. Sweat's still there. Okoronkwo's still there. I mean, there are several guys. At this point, if the Rams do end up getting Crosby, this basically shows how nervous they were last year in terms of any of the starters getting injured. I would doubt that they take Crosby now since they took, you know, two offensive linemen with their first two picks. Uh, but you're right. If they did take take him, that would definitely show where their mindset's at. I, I, I got to believe, though, that they've got to go. They've got to go defense with their next pick. But they have, well, they have two they don't in have a row. To. They have two in a row. So, yeah, they have two in a row. I wouldn't, you know, if, if Crosby's there, it would not surprise me if they took him with one of those two picks. It would not surprise me at all. Because now you have basically three guys who you can develop at the same time with the same veterans. I mean, those could be your next three. Kenny Young, UCLA for the Ravens. Those could be your next three, you know, major starters eventually down the road. They, they might be. Tell us about Kenny Young. Johnny. Kenny Young is a is a really solid uh, linebacker. He's he's the type of guy that if he if he's not if he's not actually pro- producing at that point, uh, he he tends to not be as consistent. But once once he has that confidence level up, he's one one hard guy to to stop in the in the defense. Uh, pretty solid pickup for the Ravens. I don't know if he'll ever become you know starting material, but he, he I think he could provide solid depth for any team really. Little bit of a reach, though I would say, but you know, what, you at this point, I was thinking more along the lines of the fifth, sixth round. You know, I, I didn't think he'd get as high as the fourth round. But then again, Colton Miller was drafted fifteenth overall, so there's that. You know, I I've seen this draft. To me, I think the theme that's coming in this draft is that teams 
aren't necessarily falling for the idea of that a player has to be picked where they're projected to be. I think they're filling needs based on what they feel, feel and they're going to draft them wherever the heck they want to draft them. I mean, we're seeing that. We saw, like you mentioned, the Raiders taking Colton Miller. They probably could have got him later. The um, the the Colts taking Darius Leonard. The Rams going getting Brian Allen. These are players that they could have probably waited on, but they're going to get them when they want to get them and make sure they get them. So these teams all evaluate players differently, and, and you know that's just how it's going to be. Dolphins pick is in. I'm thinking wide receiver here. What do you guys think? Hmm. This is really neat. It doesn't really matter what I think. (laughs) Um, They take Durham Smythe from Notre Dame tight end. By the way, just for those folks who are listening, not watching, the person who announced the pick for the Dolphins was the sister of the coach who died, Aaron Feiss, um, at the Parkland shooting. She announced the draft pick. It's kind of neat. That is very neat. Yep. So, our condolences to that family as well. All right, getting closer here. Dermot Smythe was also on a few boards the Rams might look at if they wanted to replace a tight end. So, he's gone. Another person they talked about, what we've seen talked about, is Tyler Conklin. They're the tight end, I think, from Central Michigan. Yeah, they, they both uh, were interviewed by the Rams, weren't they? Yeah. Of the senior day, shared the senior bowl. Yeah, that's really what you need to do is just look up the roster of the senior bowl to figure out who the Rams are picking next. Now, here's a really uh, since we're modern Twitter for Rams Nation here, Seattle Rams. This is actually a pretty second good point. Why aren't all these teams taking the edge players who want the Rams to? NFL GMs are dumb. Ah, yeah, that's a great point. Why? If if these players are so great right now and they're so so much in demand, then why aren't they being taken? Something else is going on. There is a reason. There is a reason. So, I mean, Dorrance Armstrong went right where was one of the guys on my list for the Rams, and he went right where we expected him to go. But who, there's plenty of guys still out there, and the Rams are picking in uh, what is it, eleven picks? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 11 and 12, and then. So, there we go. You guys think the Rams will trip into the fifth round? Yeah, they have the ammo. I don't see why not. But then at this point, you know, we're hoping for them to trade up, you know, second, third. Now the fourth round hasn't seemed to happen. So, it wouldn't surprise me if they sat back and just been like, well, sixth round. We'll get who we can get. They seem to be pretty content with staying pat. Well, they haven't needed to. Yeah. The guys that, that you think they need are still on the board. Yeah, I mean, the only one that, that we really missed out on that we thought would be a good fit is Josie Jewell. Well, Dorrance Armstrong I thought would be a good fit as well. But there's still several available. Yes, there are. The Joel one definitely hurt the most just because uh, after him, I don't know if there's another inside linebacker that could make the impact that he could have. So even though the Armstrong would have been nice too, 
there are guys out there that can that can make just as big of a difference, I think. Well, I'm gonna make an I'm gonna make an unpopular opinion with you because I know how much you like Josie Jewell. You know, okay. he did have one flaw, and it was one flaw that dogged Alec Ogletree last year too. His flaw, shedding blocks. He's not a great block shedder. Matter of fact, he's kind of awful at it. So is Ogletree. I'm not sure the Rams wanted to make that move when that's not really fixing the problem they've had. That problem they had last year was stopping the run. They couldn't get penetration. They could not get up in there to wrap people up. And let's just be honest, shed blocks in the middle. So why would you trade one guy who can't shed blocks for another guy who can't shed blocks? Just being fair here. The Chiefs took uh, safety Armani Watts with the 124th pick. And the Eagles are right there. Arthur Pick is in as well. I do like that pickup for the for the Chiefs. Watts is a really underrated player, I feel. They needed safety help, so good for them. So, at this point, like, do the Eagles really need to pick anymore? I feel like they're a solid all-around team. They could use a running back. Mm. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm laughing at Seattle Rams again. He's been on fire on Twitter. Honestly, I spent hours watching YouTube vids, all these guys, of all these guys. Doesn't Less have YouTube. Rams NFL, please have your IT people show less how to use YouTube. It'll help us scouting for next year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. The Eagles take cornerback Avante Maddox from Pitt. Okay. Solid. That's a solid pick, too, by the way. You know, while we're on that topic, though, um, how. Is it is it really ignorant to think that it's only less need making this decision? I find it really hard to believe that it's only less need making this decision. No, it's not. It's a different it's a different front office now. Let's just be honest about that. You know, it's it's even it's kind of evolved. Yes, he's making decisions, but when Jeff Fisher was there we never said it was less Steve making the picks. We always said it was Jeff Fisher making the picks, right? That's what was that. It was the narrative. Yes and so, no. Yes and no. But well, it was. It was any article you ever read. It was never. It was never just less Snead. It was Jeff Fisher. It's a Jeff Fisher guy. We're playing Fisher ball. It's Jeff Fisher guy. That's how it was. Well, it was more along the lines of picking to fit Jeff Fisher's scheme. And, uh, well, all you have to know about is Fisher ball, and that's all you need to know. Well, McVeigh came in and turned this team around. I'm just going to have to believe that he's doing the right things here with, with less need helping him. I, well, I, think- I, I, will, I will say that, you know, uh, McVeigh 
also has an eye for offensive linemen too. I will say that much as well. So him, I, I imagine he has a say in this as well. If he was comfortable with Allen, uh, no boom, absolutely. Why, why not? Well, we've all come around note boom, right? Maybe we'll come around Brian Allen. I think the I biggest think that's going to take more convincing. Well, I think the biggest <laughs> knock on Allen is his size more than anything. I don't, I don't doubt that he can play. And, uh, you know, having a guy that can play all three interior positions certainly doesn't hurt us in the depth department. And, and he may end up being only depth for us for the next three or four or five years. Who knows? And taking him in the fourth round doesn't really cost us, you know, anything spectacular for depth. So it's 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 really not that bad of a pick. We just we just know that we would have liked to have seen him take other players. I think that's the biggest knock of all of it. Okay, well here's a question. How what let's get the numbers up here on Brian Allen. How big how tall is he? Six Six one. Six one? Okay. How much do you weigh? Three oh five. Three hundred. 300. Okay. Um, let's see here. You guys remember a certain Colt center by the name of Jeff Saturday? Yep. Yep. How, okay, how was, hard to forget him. All right. He was 6'2", 295. One of the better centers ever played in the modern NFL in the last 20 years. Oh, Derek's reaching here. We <laughs> <laughs> he mean I'm reaching. That's okay. I'm with you. I hear. I hear where you're going. I dig, I dig where you're coming from, Soul Train. Soul Train. <laughs> Just making the point. You know, and by the, uh, going back to Saturday, when was Saturday picked, by the way? Where was, where was he picked? I don't know. This is your, if I'm not mistaken, he was a fifth or sixth round pick, right? This is your comparison, buddy. You're supposed to have the stats. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I, I just thought of it. That's why I'm a little slow to the uh, my role here. But he was taken... He was uh gee hmm hmm undrafted, really by the Ravens. I I had no I thought he was a fifth or sixth round pick. So there you go. Well, so what you're, what you're saying is we should have had Brian Allen as an undrafted free agent, and it would have been even better. <laughs> no 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 no. What I'm saying is. <laughs> My my, my point is this. My point is centers don't need to be huge. They don't need to be six foot five, three hundred and fifty-five pounds. They're generally gonna be around, you know, they're generally smaller guys. Jeff Saturday was a smaller guy. So I you know, if size is the only problem, Brian Allen, the rest you can work on, then fine, so be it. By the way, the Falcons just took running back Edo Smith from Southern Miss. Good pick, by the way. Yeah, so far the Falcons are having a pretty decent draft, filling in all kinds of needs that, you know, they were struggling with uh, towards the end of last season. I wish they would have struggled a little more against the Rams, but, you know, know how that went. Well, they don't even really have a need for running back, but they do have a need for more playmakers, and that's what he is. So, good pick. There There were those who felt the Rams would take him early fifth round they might move up for him or late fourth round so someone and got him first so you want to lay uh lay odds here that the rams 
if the Rams choose a an edge or a linebacker in their next pick? You know what, man? At this point, I'm going to say they're going to take a punter. <laughs> yeah. Maybe an interior Some... defensive lineman. Somewhere out there, Johnny Hecker is about to go off. He's shaking his boots. <laughs> <laughs> There's still lots of inside linebackers and edge rushers on the board. So, you know... I, I'm guessing the Rams probably saw the flow of this draft and, and said, you know what, let's go get our center. They're, those guys will be there come 135, 136. That's what I'm guessing. I'm going to play devil's advocate and say that they're going to draft another offensive lineman. Well, Crosby's still out there. He's still there, and they got two picks. I be actually would be thrilled if they did it. I, I, they, I'm feeling bad for Crosby, man. I, I, don't, I never saw him falling this far. I'm wondering why he did. I mean, we, I know we've mentioned that a couple of times. I would probably kill him, you know, being a dead horse. But, you know, <laughs> did you really just make a horse sound? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get us. We need to get a, a set of sound effects on the show for like, you know, things like that. The being a dead horse sound. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, uh, the, you know, the one from the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Well, it's your opinion, man. That's a good one, too. <laughs> What's your opinion, man? <laughs> we need to get on that. Who, who needs a soundboard? We we can be our own soundboard. Well, we we still got uh, we still got the magic mic, the magic <laughs> mic background music. I think you're having a Skype moment, dude. Uh, I just played the magic mic moment the music while I was saying oh. that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny, you're never gonna live this down, brother. And you know I'm okay with that. Magic Johnny is okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen you. You certainly don't have the abs to be Magic Mike, dude. I, I have all the abs in the world, man. Yeah, you and I are both well uh, equipped in the abs department. Yeah, you know I have I have a. I'd like to say I have a thirty pack, you know. Yeah, I've got the I've got the the keg. I got stop it, man. Thirty pack. I got the keg protecting <laughs> the six pack, you know. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm just going to be honest with myself here and honest with you guys. It's not a thirty pack for me. It's just bread rolls, okay? I bread you know rolls. I'm just going to be honest with that. I'm not going to try and put the illusions. I have lots of work to do. You guys can go ahead and try and own the thirty pack. I'll go with the well, the beer pack or the bread rolls. You kind of got the muffin top going on, Derek. I I received the muffin. I thought it was more of a pear <laughs> build, actually. So we can uh, we can get all three of us together and call us the Muffin Mafia. No, I don't. <sighs> I, I don't have a muffin top, dude. I I have a overflow everywhere top. How sad we must be while we're waiting for draft picks to come out that we're sitting here going, hmm, which one of us, which one of us is the fattest? The Saints take tackle Rick Leonard from Florida State. So, again. Still guys that we think are going to be there are still there. Hmm. It's still an interesting pick. Again, they pick Rick Leonard, you know, Crosby's still there. I don't know. 
Seattle Rams again. Please go defensive tackle and cornerback next Rams. I want to make s'mores from the Twitter fire that will ensue. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's right along with us. <laughs> 49ers pickies, and we're waiting on that. Did they trade up? Oh, no, no, they didn't. No. I don't know. No, I think they were there. <laughs> Twitter fires. All right, folks. While we're waiting for this pick to come in, we want to give a shout-out to our sponsors out there at the Golden Ram Barbershop at 13755 Golden West Street in Westminster, California, 92683. Give them a call, 714-894-7267. Again, 714 714- Eight nine four seven two six seven. Um, you've heard before. You've heard us talk about them before. We're going to keep talking about them. They do a great job. They've been a big supporter of ours. Golden Ram Barbershop run by Sal Martinez. Listen, he's been there. That shot's been there since the day the Rams left for St. Louis. He kept it open. It's back again. Still been there the whole entire time. And it's filled with nothing but all kinds of goodies with Rams. Jerseys. You know, posters, pictures, memory, other memorabilia, newspaper clippings. It's a great place, a great environment to go in there, get your hair cut, talk great Rams football or any football in general, and just get the full view of Rams, just everything Rams. Give them a call, 714-894-7267. Use the promo code RAMSTALK. He's open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. They're by appointment only. So, again, one more time, just make sure you do it. Give them a call. 714-894-7267. So on these on the screen right now, the uh, it's a bunch of, it's a Wookiee. Stars, you know, Stormtroopers, R2D2. Are you sure that's a Wookiee or is that Johnny? Uh, that, that could be me. <laughs> I thought I, I thought it was his ex-girlfriend, but you know. Well, you know, hey, well, you know, we just talked about our sponsor, and right before that, we were talking about all our beer guts. You know, we need a beer sponsor. <laughs> you know, it, you know, Johnny, get on the any local breweries out there. I mean, I can go to Mexico, and uh, you know, there's there's a different kind of brewery over there. Oh, I'm talking local breweries in the LA area. Oh, hey, you could get Corona as a sponsor. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, hey, if, I if, mean, if, I was if you want along a sponsor, the line of Tequila. Tequila. Oh, Lordy. We want a beer sponsor, man. We're men. Manly men. 49ers take defensive end Catavia Street from NC State. Tequila will put hair on your chest, Derek. I don't need hair on my chest, man. <laughs> but, yes, talk, okay. about, talk about sponsorship opportunities, Derek. Folks, if you want to sponsor us, send us an email at ramstalk1945 at gmail.com or give us a call. Uh, leave a voicemail with us at five. Uh, sorry, uh, at 657-666-5453. Uh, e- you know, we are looking for sponsors. We always are. Helps keep the lights on. It gives us a greater opportunity to, uh, in the future, be able to actually purchase better audio equipment, um, provide more shows, provide more content, so on and so forth. So we ask, hey, you know, if you're interested, give us that call. We'd love to have you. Our sponsors have been very good to us. We've been very good to our sponsors. We're very proud, by the way, to sponsor Golden Ram. Well, we'll have them sponsor us. We work with them. Jaguars picking from London. Well, That's going to make those Jaguar fans in Jacksonville feel real comfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Well, Jacksonville's done a really great job just shoring up their team, too. They're, they've probably got one of the most talented uh, rosters in the NFL right now. They take tackle Will Richardson from NC State. He's a guy that I had looked at as well on the board. Um, solid pickup for them for developmentally. He's going to be a guy that uh, they're going to try and develop long-term. So it's a pretty good pick there for him. And here we go. Another offensive tackle taken. That's not, uh, that's, not na- that's not named Crosby. <laughs> yeah. What do they? What is going on with Tyrell Crosby? That's one of the stories that we're not seeing a whole lot of people talk about. Yeah, it's, you know, again, the only thing I could think of is that it's got to be, I mean, he's not ranked that low He's position-wise. It's got to be something like an injury or something that we don't know about or some kind of, some kind of uh, surprise that we don't know about because he's really a quality tackle and should have gone by now unless there's a reason. Well, we're about five picks away. We'll see what's going to happen. Eagles are up again. By the way, seeing here that Contavious Street, the uh, the 49ers draft pick, he tore his ACL. Yeah, when he was visiting the Giants. <laughs> How sad. He just tore it. Yeah. So the 49ers took with their fourth round pick a guy who tore his ACL and probably would have been there. What were they thinking? He just had the surgery done last week. Yeah, they must. Uh, like, they must like the kid. They well, they must more than like the kid. They must love the kid. Wow. Still, I mean, even still, you know, Derek's kind of right. Being drafted so high in the fourth round, I don't know. Did they even mention the broadcast? No, they didn't. I don't think so. They didn't. How would how would you not mention that in the broadcast? Wow. Well, the Eagles picks are in. I'm not getting a name just yet. Yeah, I don't have anything yet either. I have a feeling Shaq Griffin's going to come off the board pretty soon, though. Cough Rams. I I think a couple of these guys are going to go off the board soon. I mean, how do they not go off the board soon? Of course, we've been saying that since the third round. This is true. <laughs> yeah, how about... I'm going back to that Jaguars pick. It blows my mind. So the Jaguars have been rumored for years to move into London one day. Then the Jaguars owner buys Wembley Stadium or puts in to buy it. And the the Jaguars go announce their draft pick from London. That's if like you a are, Yeah, if you're a fan in Jacksonville right now, you are pretty ticked. Eagles are taking Josh Sweat. Oh, oh man, that... That's a good pick. I get them late. And then the Eagles of all team. It's not from a reliable source, but 
Um, so far, he's been right. So, Andy Slater. Yeah, we'll see. I'm Andy not... Slater from a uh, nine forty in Miami. Yeah, he just he just posted two. Yep. So it looks like yeah, it looks see. like my top guy is gone off the board. What one, two, three, four, four picks ahead of the Rams. Mm-hmm. In fairness, though, if the Rams won, they would have went and got him. No, I, I hear you. I'm I'm still kind of hoping for Crosby. I know it's kind of redundant at this point, but you know, at, I mean, at least the offensive depth will uh, offensive line depth would be pretty secure. Well, Oka Ronquo came to visit. Did did he play in the Senior Bowl? I do not remember. Yeah, I don't either. I can but, go check the roster. But uh, you know, Crosby and Oka Ronquo would be all right. <laughs> I won't repeat some of the things that are being said by some of the Rams fans on Twitter, but uh, there's a expletive off Eagles. Dang it. <laughs> Obviously they wanted Josh wet too. Uh, I bet a lot of us wanted Josh wet. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a stud for them. And what a team to go to, too. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again. If the Rams wanted them, they went and got them. Well, and you still got Shaquem Griffin. I hate saying that because I don't want him to come off the board, but if they want him, he's still there. It's just Derek blow my mind. Of like an old grandma saying, see, now you'll learn. Mm-hmm. Dolphins are taking running back Kalen Balage from Arizona State. That's a really good pick for them. Yes, it is. That's a really, really good pick. If anyone could use a running back, it's definitely the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And he probably should have gone sooner. Absolutely. The fact that he's still available is kind of disappointing well that's what i was trying to say earlier we're seeing a draft where people aren't really going where they're where they're predicted to go where they thought they're going to go it's these players are going to teams that are are drafting really more based on need right now than feeling depth and that's what the rams are doing for that matter well you know, a lot of undrafted guys, you usually see two or three undrafted guys make it every year on a team, too. So maybe they're banking on getting some depth there as well. But you really can't do that. You really shouldn't be banking on your undrafted free agents. There's a reason why they're undrafted free agents. Well, you know who went undrafted? Well, I could give you 300 names, but who? <laughs> Jeff Saturday. <laughs> we just talked about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. A different name. Tom Brady, everyone's favorite quarterback. Six rounder. I mean, hey. 
I mean, there are still players available that can help the Rams. Um, I, I don't know that it's, again, wise to be hypercritical immediately on the draft because same thing last year, people were hypercritical on the draft and it wound up being one of the best drafts for the Rams have had in years. Yeah. Well, uh, well, like last year, you know, I, I remember Twitter going nuts when they, uh, when they took Cooper Cup. You know, who the heck is this guy? Why are they taking a nobody? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm over here going, woohoo, you know, because I knew about him. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a lot of what the feeling's like today. You know, it's not sexy. It's not who you're expecting to see him take. But yet, I think these players will have some impact. I wonder if there's anyone going woohoo about Brian Allen. Uh, I, maybe Brian Allen's wife or girlfriend. <laughs> you guys should listen to the recording of when the, the Rams called Brian Allen. I will when, when we're done here. Uh, well, I'm we're going to put now. you on with your new head coach, F. Yeah. We're recording this, so don't think F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens uh, pick is in. Wide receiver Jaleel Scott from New Mexico State. Jay Reed, draft scout. He put laughing my you-know-what off. The Eagles took Josh Sweat. Of course the rich get rich, richer. <laughs> I feel like we've been saying that about the Patriots for years. Yep. Well, right now the Eagles is a good destination to want to go to, you know. Packers pick is in. No name yet. Packers have had a good draft too. They pretty much quietly. Yeah, they've shored mm-hmm. up their their defensive backs. Still several guys available. There are so, several guys available for the Rams, and they're going to be there because the Rams are getting up real close here. So at this point, who's our number one guy in in your minds? Well, for me, it'd be either Crosby or Griffin. I would actually agree. I agree. I would take Griffin right now first. If that guy can play, I think he'll be a great fit in that team. It's a great story. I would take Crosby first just to, you know, troll, troll the fans. (laughs) (laughs) and then just wait till the very last second to pick griffin and then you know there'll be some happiness don't but i'm saying don't be shocked if the rams take a running back i'm serious they need help behind todd Gurley. yeah i don't agree with you there because i think they have all they need but and i'm not talking necessarily about brown i'm talking about the kid from usc Oh, yeah. I still say it. I'll stand by my words. I know. I feel a fumble's coming on. A fumble? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's talking about the beginning of last season. Oh, lordy. Jamon Moore, wide receiver from Missouri for the Packers. 
Mizzou. So it was just the Ram- it was just announced too that Jay Cutler is retiring and is expected to join Fox as an analyst. Well, I thought he retired five six years ago. <laughs> he, was, he was playing. I'm kidding. <laughs> man, what a waste of talent he was, man. Had all the well, tools in the world. Could have been much more than he was. When you become a South Park joke, um, that that's kind of where you know your career is not going as well as planned. The Niners seem to be on a trend here. They've drafted a guy named Tavarius and a guy named Contavius. Now they just need to find someone named Octavius and we'll be good. (laughs) All right, so we got the Cardinals and then two Rams picks and God don't trade back. (laughs) (laughs) Troll, troll. It's been almost two hours now waiting for these two picks, so we're... If they if they trade back, you might see me trolling on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Come on, Cardinals, get this done. It's been on. This has been a long time coming. And they're taking their sweet time too. I mean, I, I think this is the first time I've seen the seconds like literally being count down on 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 the ticker there. So for the for any they, team, if they don't pick in time, the Rams get the pick. I'm okay with that. Uh, no, I think here it comes. Taking them forever, man. If they take Shaq Griffin here, I will be one sad panda. And that's the Rams may pass on him anyways, but. So the Rams are apparently on the clock. Here we go. Several guys still there, man. If they just give us one off our board just to make us happy. Come on. I'm I'm still hoping for for Crosby, you know. Not the most popular pick at this point, but you know, I, I'd be happy. If they take Griffin and, and uh Crosby, I, I would be pretty thrilled. Yeah, me too. Which means it won't happen, but. <laughs> I, got nothing, it's not... I got nothing on this pick yet. Nah, me either. Way. Thanks, Arizona, for making us wait. Always seems to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> Rams 24-7. Rams Twitter about to die if we don't pick an outside linebacker with back-to-back picks. <laughs> I'm actually more inclined to get an inside linebacker, but okay. Yeah, I know, but it's funny. Yeah. They take Ch- uh, Chase Edmonds. Running back Chase Edmonds. Okay. So here we go. Rams are on the clock. Back to Oh lordy! So do imagine they so let's not back sc- to back off the linemen. Let's not screw around here. Let's just you know say the first pick and then say the second pick and be done. <laughs> well, and of course they're still sitting there on you know with the Cardinals right now. Yeah, of course. Yep. Come on, jeez. 
The Rangers are going to be done with these picks before we even know. Probably. So, um, Rappaport saying late fifth to early sixth. Shaquem Griffin? Yeah. Well, we don't have a fifth. Nope. Eric Gockel saying the same thing, so. I'd be happy if the Rams traded up in the fifth to get him. Well, what's interesting, too, they're saying it's just not really, not even mentioning the hand thing is part because what is he, a safety or is he a linebacker? That's a, okay, what is he, a safety or a linebacker? Well, I thought he's a linebacker. That's the Mark Barron comparison for sure. Sure. But he's thicker than Mark Barron is. Yeah, he doesn't want to play, um, he doesn't want to play safety. He's made that clear. So, uh, Downtown Rams is predicting Shaquem Griffin. Well, we've never really known where Shaq Griffin was going to get taken. Nope. 1.23 left on the clock. Come on now. Man, are they trading back? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Are they trading back? Is that it? Don't think so, Derek. Don't, don't. Don't, don't, it. don't do it. This is like an excruciating wait. Like so, I thought the last pick was excruciating, but this one's even worse. So Led, Ledyard NFL Draft is saying, hearing no red flags with Tyrell Crosby, just a guy the NFL values lower than most of us. I'd expect him to go soon. Hmm. Do you agree with that? I don't rank him lower, but, uh, you know, again, everybody will everybody will chastise me for being a, a homer with that, but I've evaluated and seen the guy play a lot. I think he's a great player. And the pick is in. in. Come on, Rams. Let's get this name. Somebody, please tell me who the pick is. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm like really looking for this. Yeah, I'm looking everywhere. I still don't see anything. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Where, where's our people at the at the draft posting? You know, come on now. We need some leaguers. Hmm. They're probably going to say them both at the same time. That's why it's taking so long. Well, this is this is like uh, you know being a three-year-old at Christmas, waking up in the morning before your parents, waiting and waiting and waiting. They always seem to do this, too, when it comes to being the Rams pick. Take their time? It always seems to happen when the Rams are picking. I'm serious. It's like... The person up at the podium or whoever's announcing the pick, well, sure. let me get some coffee. Hey, man, let's go get a beer. Let me make those oh. Rams fans wait. Still waiting. 
Wow. I feel like this is the time where the soundboard comes in handy. Jeopardy music. Or did they trade? Uh, I mean, for as long as it's taking, it wouldn't surprise me. Or do they lose their pick? No, it said the pick was in. It could just mean there was a trade in place. Every time they said the pick was in, it's been a pick. It's not been a trade. Oh, my goodness. The suspense is... John, John Franklin Myers to the Rams. Good fit in their 3-4. John Franklin Rams. Stephen of Austin, defensive, uh, line, defensive lineman John Franklin Myers. So Stephen um, F. Austin, linebacker, defensive lineman John Franklin Myers? Yes. Hmm. That one, uh, that one's interesting. It's their 3-4 scheme. Yeah. So there's, our, there's a guy. Let's get some more information on him. I'm working on it. Another guy that wasn't on our board, John Franklin. Mm. So they did go defensive line, by the way. <laughs> They're calling him a defensive end. Yeah, he'll be an edge guy. But we're still waiting for that second pick. We got the two picks. They took defensive end John Franklin, and they took uh, Stephen Austin, linebacker. Um, you're going to be really sad here. Stephen F. Austin's a college. Oh, yeah. is that what it is? The Rams traded out <laughs> that pick. Oh. <laughs> hey, okay. Oh, they did trade out of it. They traded up. Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> troll. That was that was a pure troll right there. <laughs> <laughs> dun dun dun. Okay. All right, guys. Um, they traded out of the pick. Stephen of Lawson, John Franklin. Um, he'll be defensive end there. I think it's time for us to sign off for now. Um, any final thoughts on this? Yeah, they're pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see him get a defensive end. Obviously, it's a need. I'll have to do some research on this guy because I don't know much about him. Uh, again, they're going way off of our board. So, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully they got uh, a fifth round so they can pick up Shaquem Griffin in this trade. We'll see what they do. Well, they got enough six to trade up to if they need to, but that's my final thoughts anyways. Yeah. Your thoughts there, Johnny? I'm kind of with Norm on this one. They're pissing me off. I'm not, that's it? I'm not disappointed in their, in their pick as I am about all the suspense, you know, yada, yada, yada. 
I'm disappointed that they traded down. Yeah, well, could be worse. They could have just picked. I don't know. I I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find something there. Yeah, if the Panthers take Shaq Griffin here. I'm all gonna be like, oh gosh, oh gosh. Oh, then then Twitter's gonna go nuts. They're gonna go nuts. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. Um, we'll be on with uh, a recap tomorrow night. Hopefully, we can get a couple guests on to go with it. Yeah, we'll give us a day to breathe on this draft. That it's pretty much been a little disappointing, not in terms of players. I think disappointing the fact that you know the Rams are just surprising us. We weren't ready for them. We gotta get better at being less surprised, I guess. And uh, give us a follow. We'll be in touch. We'll, we'll check the site out today as we get some articles up on these players. And that's a wrap for Norm Hightower and Magic Johnny. Stay safe, Bob. Have a good one. Adios. The NBA is back. Where else can you get this type of drama? Where else does history hang from the Raptors? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rival. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Hurry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history? Still in the making. Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.